brings diehard sports fans together as one big family through tailgate and rope trips. Now the guys from Green Legion are bringing the tailgate to the airwaves. Quimby, Hollis Tank Thomas, Michael Diaz, and Chris Sack always keep the party going, so crack a beer, take a shot, and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. All right, everybody, Green Legion Radio. Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, 104.1 FM, Trenton, WDASAM, throughout the rest of the Delaware Valley. My name is Quimby, and we are not ready for this show. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Jesus. I am alongside Hollis Tank Thomas. What's up, brother? Yeah, chilling back in the uh, cold United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, chilling is definitely the word. Michael, shut up. Diaz, how are you, sir? Good to see you in studio, finally. Uh, we're all back, finally. And we all remember have to how we have to remember how to use these microphones. That's right. No, you're not oh, remembering. Right there right. you are. I'm so used to sitting. Back I know. There. I could keep yelling at you with the other <laughs> microphones. Chris Sackmaster, Sack Attack slash Reggie. Woo ha! Yes, we could do it. In that was studio. good. That, that was, was good. good. <laughs> We're all in different places. It's a different story. Kyle slash Nunnamaker slash 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 the Gobbler. <laughs> My man. <laughs> we got Sam uh, holed up uh, in a room under the stairs, chained down, uh, because we have a special guest in studio. That's pretty typical, though, being chained down for a woman in your apartment. So, oh wow, going to, go, to report you to HR. Hey, here we go. <laughs> Hold on, let's see who gets fired first today. <laughs> it won't take long. Don't worry. And uh, well, I could. Oh, I can't play that one. I'll get in trouble. Because the good news <laughs> is it. you're fired. Yeah, thank you. Because <laughs> the good news is you're fired. All right, beat you to it, DS. Everybody, host of your Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast, joining us today to talk a little bit about draft, and we're going to talk about the Eagles' schedule, upcoming schedule this year. We didn't talk about that. We haven't talked about anything the whole offseason. We're, we're going to skip Carson Wentz trade. We're going to skip Doug Peterson. We've been talking about that. Well, you just haven't I been have, around. Would you, would you, you, like didn't, to, you didn't accept my I'd offer like to, to come down to Costa Rica. I know. Would you like to discuss that? But sure. anyway, everybody, Mr. <laughs> Dave Spadaro joining us in studio. I'm so today. glad to be here, guys. And, and, thank Thanks, you. Dave. Thank you. And congratulations on your crossing broad. March Media Madness. Ah, oh, thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are rocking. No we jealousy on your part at all. Yeah, when, I didn't when even did really you, know about it. When did you get know. eliminated? <laughs> I don't even. Wow. Know. He, got eliminated. he got eliminated in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you, you see, you but, see, you see what they're taking there, right, Dave? Yeah, it's <laughs> they okay. had you. They, <laughs> you yeah, but it's okay. I, I know that when the Eagles lose, nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> but you, feel, you kind of fell for that one. I, I get it. Hook, line, and sink. I get it. That's the way it works. But, yeah, we're in the Final Four going up against uh, Adam Kaplan. Adam Kaplan. Adam Kaplan. That's going to be a tough one. Nice. But, yeah, you think we got it, Diaz? He will I fall. Think... He will fall. Ike Reese, Derek Gunn, Sal Powell. If Kemsky, we took all yeah. of them down, yeah. We, we Kemsky, took, we took down some down. big names. Yeah. yeah. We Dude. took down Ike Reese. We took down Sal Palantonio. We took down Derek Gunn. We took down Jimmy Kemsky. And that that I mean, you, you are process. you are people for the people. Seriously, yes. I guess, man. Yeah. Thank you to our legionnaires. That's fantastic. Yeah, thank you, you so much, you guys. I don't even know if uh, I'm not paying attention as to see who's what's uh, what's going on here on in the chat room. Anybody? So we're going to talk draft in a little bit. We're also going to talk the the Eagles schedule. We got a little bit to harp on on the Flyers because of that sinking ship. Might might talk a, a a couple minutes on the NBA. <laughs> Diaz just got real excited oh, over there. <laughs> Been waiting for this one for a while, right? <laughs> but uh, let's uh, let's just get this party started. Jaya, happy to be back. Happy to see all you guys in the studio. This has been three months since we've been in studio together, and uh, couldn't couldn't be happier. Love going down there, but by the time 
uh, it's over, ready to come home. Oh, that's so nice of you. Three months in, away from Philadelphia, away from cold weather. Uh, yeah, wow, out, of, out of the COVID so... stone age that you guys were stuck in. For... Really, those six weeks I, I spent down there, they were hell on wheels. Yeah, I'm Waking sure. up every day by the ocean, see, sitting there looking at the beach with all the women, looking really nice. Yeah. Man, I just I... thought it was great on last week's show. And, it, you know, Quimby's like, and hey, let's get ready for another edition of Kick-Ass or Jack. <laughs> and, and, and the power just cuts out. And we're all just sitting there like, what the hell's going on? And, and, let's, and, let's, and let's be honest. We may have had one of the hottest women I've ever seen on the show. The paddleboarder? Oh, God. Yes. Valeria is incredible. I mean, everybody and was so cool excited last week with the 10 minutes that we gave her talking about <laughs> Olympic paddleboarding. I mean, the, the, the message boards was were going lighting up. They were going off. I can't believe it. Olymp Olympic paddleboarding? No way. Did, I, you have, did she have an opinion on who the Eagles should draft? No, but she had a peg, uh, an opinion on Megan Rapinoe, and it was great. <laughs> okay. uh, telling her to shut the F up, which yeah. was great. But uh, I'm surprised that uh, Weatherman Quimby, you know, you were talking for uh, 10 minutes about how you needed this rain. This is great rain. We need rain. Costa Rica needs rain. We need rain. And then it shut down the whole show. Yeah, we well, didn't need rain that much. Yeah. <laughs> it rained. The, the weird thing, the weird thing was I retract, it, I retract previous statements. The weird thing is when, when the show shut down, he was actually walking around in the rain like he had never seen it before. I was like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? And you don't see it for three months. And it, I'm not going into it. it, yeah, it, it okay. But anyway, let's get into this, everybody. <laughs> you guys, welcome to another edition of Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports The Gambler. Make sure you rate, review, download, and subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Or the easiest thing to do is just download the iHeartRadio app where you can now listen to all four, four shows. Green Legion Radio, Ice to Shorts, Winter Sports with Zach and Diaz. Get Tag Tappy Hour with Tank and Quimby. And, of course, our newest and best show out there, Baseball Brunch, Bud Light's Baseball Brunch with Greg Murphy and Chris Sack down at the ballpark every Sunday from 11 to 12 p.m. It's been a great show, I hear. It's been getting better and better and more well-attended each week, and we're only in the third week, so that's fantastic. We also may have another sponsor, thanks to Sam, sitting in the other room. Woo-hoo! Good job, Super Sam. Here we go, Sam. Sam. We're not going to say it just yet, but it might have something to do with Cherry Hill and a Tri and a Plex. That's all I know. But anyway, so... Green Legion Radio is brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light, stateside vodka and bourbon. That's premium vodka and bourbon distilled right here in Philadelphia. MCS Construction Services, the largest residential contractor in the Philadelphia area, but they also do commercial. Check out custom cabinetry, free estimates, licensed and bonded. Everything is done with safety in mind. Reach out to them on their website if I knew what the hell it was. <laughs> Damn. Um I'll get that to you in a minute. The next sip. We have a ton of them to give out now. We have boxes and boxes and boxes of next sips to give out during baseball brunch every Sunday. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Guess who gets to carry them? Hey, Kyle. You want to show Diaz how to put one on right now? You're so strong, Kyle. <laughs> I'd rather see you put your hands around Diaz's neck. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what I was going to put. We've been waiting for the choke out for a month and a half. <laughs> Listen, he's not going to choke me out on the first day back of Athlete Row. <laughs> uh, I don't, don't know about that. I don't care, man. I'll tell you what. All the Cavanaugh's restaurants, Cavanaugh's Riverdeck, Rio. Opening soon, Cavanaugh's Head House on South Street, Cavanaugh's Rittenhouse on Sansom Street between 18th and 19th, Cavanaugh's University City at 39th and Sansom. All the beautiful ladies over.
favorite Delilah's working their way through med school and law school. Make sure you go down there and take care of them. All city fitness, Philadelphia locations. If you're not in the, in the city, make sure across the bridge, you are checking out echelon health and fitness. Dave and Susie, congratulations again on your five year anniversary. Bucks County Baseball Company. The website is bigger than the showroom. BucksCountyBaseballCO.com. And coming to you soon, the King of Prussia Diner. All right. That means don't come in studio, man. What are you doing? I'm kidding. Champ can come in. You can sit your ass out there. I'm kidding. You brought all the food. Everybody, welcome Pops and Champ to the studio. What's happening, baby? My old nemesis, Champ. Yeah, Champ is the man. Champ, Champ you're getting big, dude. How much have you grown since we've seen you last? About a foot. About a about foot, a foot. I don't know about that Cardinals jersey you're wearing, but that's okay. <laughs> I need to shut up Diaz for old time's sake, Champ. <laughs> you have to wait. You have to wait till it's, it's appropriate. That's what that's what made me so great. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. Bad radio, bad radio. But if we're back into it, house. Yes. What happened this week in sports history, and what happened this week in Hollis history? Well, today is April the seventeenth, twenty twenty-one. It's the hundred and seventh day of the year. There's two hundred and fifty-eight of these puppies remaining. We're going to start right off with events. I put this event in here especially for one of our for one of our hosts on April the seventeenth, nineteen seventy-six. It was dubbed National League's greatest comeback. Do you know what I'm speaking of? Oh uh, gosh, is that the one that uh, uh, Pittsburgh? No. Ah, uh, it had to be the greatest comeback. It was it was twelve to one. They were losing twelve to one. Yeah. Versus the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Is that like the Mike Schmidt had three yeah. homers? Four in a row. Four, yeah. Four consecutive home runs in a row. You ten, ten innings. You're on eighteen to sixteen. You're fired. Uh, please. <laughs> sure. Was I alive in 1976? No, you you weren't. But I, I figured you would probably know about it. In 1987, uh, our own Dr. J becomes the third NBA player to have thirty thousand points to score thirty thousand points in the NBA and ABA. And then in 1999, the NFL draft came up. The first draft pick was Tim uh, Tim Couch out of University of Kentucky. And the second draft pick was who? Number five will always love you. <laughs> yeah. And then I got a couple of quick birthdays here. Uh, today, 1954, is Roddy Roddy Piper's birthday. It's also uh, 1961 is Boomer Esiason's. 1970, Red Man. Then uh, also 1937, Daffy Duck. <laughs> and then uh, the last is certainly not least, but uh, 1973, Theo Ratliff. Theo Ratliff. Theo. Theo Ratliff. Love. I didn't, I didn't really have a story for, for today. I was just, uh, I was glad we had Dave Spadaro in so uh, we could talk about, I put the draft pick in there because we we're going to be talking, uh, speaking about the draft and all the booze that Donovan got. On that, uh, on that draft day. I know. But, and, and I, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna try to pre- preface this the way I was doing, I was actually doing an, an appearance and I was on, it was at, um, at, uh, David Buster's. We're still at David Buster's. Yeah, so I right. pick up, yeah, pick came up, pick came up. I'm signing the autographs. So it's like with the second pick, everybody's like, Ricky Williams, Ricky Williams, Donovan McNabb out of Syracuse. Boo! I was like, Oh God. Uh. It's not good at all. And so uh, at the appearance, I still had to hold my composure. But uh, uh, Dave, what did you think when uh, when that that totally went down? I mean, uh, you know, I, I was really disappointed in the fans. I mean, I, they they took the lead of WIP, and it was all about Ricky Williams. Excuse me. Yeah, we, 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 don't, we don't we don't mention, mention that. Yeah. 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 Well, whatever. <laughs> and and, uh, and it was for a kid who I mean, Hollis, I know you didn't get drafted, and, and that was a, a, the NFL's mistake. But the guy was 22 years old, and that's the greatest moment in a young man's life. And for him to go through that, I, I think actually it really adversely affected I, Donovan the I agree. his career, his entire career. And yeah. and to this day, like it's just he's just too sensitive. I get it. People say that, but imagine that big moment you have, and you're getting booed yeah. 
by fans who who are just completely wrong. Completely wrong. Completely wrong. And and every single Eagles fan right now would say, "Man, I would love to have Donovan McNabb back right now." <laughs> and it was the funny thing is when you when you when you think about it. I felt like it jaded him for his entire career. And to we this just day, said that. Yeah, no, you didn't raise I, your hand. Well, no, but when I, when I say jaded, it's like. Uh, so he's going to learn real quick because now I can do it again. <laughs> Go ahead. Finish. Well, no, I'm just saying, I was saying the way it jaded him was like he started listening to everything everybody was saying. And, well, you also have to get prepped for this. Yeah. And, and I agree. And, yeah, and I don't when, think when, you know, Hold on. That. Hold on. We're not chirping here today because we've been talking forever, uh, at least the last month and a half, that. Eagles have been searching for their franchise quarterback since Donovan McNabb. So we agree, but at the same time you have to you have to be prepared. Everybody knew we were going to draft him. It was coming and somebody there has to say Donovan tune it out. Tune it out. He's 22 years old. Don't me. care. He's an athlete. Okay. He's been not he's, so, he's so, been so the he's fans, been a lot. He's the fans been a lot. don't have any responsibility been, for it, huh? No, I disagree. Yeah. I think the, the whole 30 of those jackasses should have been thrown out. <laughs> All right? Every single one of them, including the garbage man. But <laughs> besides that, somebody's got to tell this guy, look, just tune it out. He played in Syracuse, big stadium, lots of fans. I th- he did tune it out, I think. But I think it stays with you. I I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I think it, there's problems on every end, and all of it started there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the the one thing that uh, it's easier said than done, and it's like we we could uh, we could say how we would do it and how we of how course. we would handle things. And as you and, and you and you and you learn that once you get older, because I was saying the same thing. I was like, dude, you about to get paid. I was like, all you gotta do is go out there and kick ass. And it's easy for me to say that because I'm a lonely nose guard and I, I'm. Nobody's looking. Nobody's cut for me. It's like so I, I can do what I want. And he, you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, we can't sit there and look at it and go, "Well, he got booed and he and he didn't use that as a chip on his shoulder for the rest of his career." I mean, he still talks about it to this day. It still bothers him, sure. Right. But also at the same time, we we gotta look at it. It's kind of like Tom Brady getting drafted in the sixth round, right? I mean, he used that as a chip on his shoulder for all the success that he had. McNabb did the same thing. He just he didn't win the ultimate prize like Brady wound up eventually doing, but at least he used that to his advantage. Well, hey, you know, you guys want to doubt me. I didn't get the, you know, I'm not the guy that you guys wanted, but I'm going to prove you wrong. And actually, he did for the for the most of his career here in Philadelphia. Still should not have gone out the night before the Super Bowl until 4 in the morning. <laughs> Thank you. He didn't go out to this. Okay. okay. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh my God! Listen to this. That is the public voice of the Philadelphia yeah, Eagles, and the guy that was in the hotel room. Trust, trust me, trust me. I, I know, I, I know from three or four different ways. So, and, are you? Did, did he throw up in the Super Bowl game? Yep. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that? I've had so many conversations, including one with um, the director of the Fox broadcast, right? With twenty-five cameras. Okay. They couldn't. They. Did not have one sampling of evidence. Did they have a seat on the bench? That, con- that, that they have a seat on the bench. Looking, 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 looking at him as he was, as he was throwing up sweet chunks. He threw up every time we played him in, in Florida, dude. Go, go look at every game we played in Florida. I knew he, he did. Jacksonville. Yeah. So, Jacksonville, oh, did he? Tampa, Miami, that game Tampa, we lost yeah, in yeah, Jacksonville, Tampa, Tampa that was and game. Miami. Yeah. And and a, and a Super Bowl. So. I guess alcohol and heat don't work well for him. You huh? think? <laughs> Not sure why he's living in Arizona, baby. All right, let's move on here because we yeah, have sorry a about lot that. to get to, to, to today. All right, topics for tonight. We got the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room we're going to talk about in just a second has something to do with Deshaun Watson and Dave Spadaro, <laughs> believe it or not. That's interesting. Which Did you give him a massage? Not with not with Deshaun Watson. 
Man, our first show back, Dave agreed to come in here. You've got yeah. a lot of answering to do. There's a lot of Eagles topics. No, hold on a second. And, and of course, Shaq already messed it up by asking if he got a massage. But, <laughs> Awkward. Uh, we're going to talk about Eric Wilson and your interview with him, Dave. Uh, we'd sure. love to, to get your, your take on I that. I love it all. We're going to talk about the draft. We're going to talk about a little mini strike, helmet rule, LaShawn McCoy making an ass out of himself again. Oh, God. Injuries throughout the NBA, the Sixers' big win versus the Nets, the LOL. Mets versus the LOL Phillies. Correct. Uh, center field problems, flyers thrown in the town, Eagles, uh, Eagles schedule the easiest coming up. And, uh, of course, we got a nice little kick-ass or jackass segment brought to you by Chris Sack and baseball, Bud Light Baseball Brunch. But elephant in the room. All right. Dave? Yeah. One of these days we're going to get you to spill some sort of hot information. <laughs> nope. Eagles keep getting Many have tried. Eagles keep getting mentioned in the same breath as Deshaun Watson. Yep. Relative, uh, relative to you, you're the closest person that would know anything about it. Is there any uh, is there any noise to that? Is this I think any- I think that if a team finds out that a quarterback could be eligible to be traded, could be on the market, you look into it absolutely. Okay, you, so they're looking do, into him. Good. You do your homework on every single player in the league. Okay. Will so, Deshaun Watson be a Philadelphia Eagle this year? No. Okay. Interesting. So the noise to that is? Wait no. till next year. They got a ton of picks. <laughs> See how it hurts. Got a ton of picks. What about Russell Wilson? No, the Seahawks aren't going to trade him. I don't think – I think, look, I think the Eagles are going to go into the season. I think they will draft a quarterback at some point. I think that Jalen Hurts will be the quarterback. I think number two will be uh, Joe Flacco, and then we'll see how Jalen Hurts plays. Go ahead, Diaz. Dave, I got a question. <laughs> yeah. There are no quarterbacks more polar opposite of each other than Jalen Hurts <laughs> and Joe Flacco. Yeah. What the hell are they doing down there? So who would you have liked him to? I don't add? know. Yeah. Uh, 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 Tarot Taylor, I don't know. Someone like that. Someone where you he got $12.5 million. Was, dollars hey, hey, chirping. It was, it was a, um, I mean, certainly their ski, their, their skill set is totally different. And, um, you know, you're going to have to be really versatile in your offensive scheme. But at the point where the Eagles, the, the amount of cap room the Eagles had, the timing, who else, there was really nobody else available. So you get a quarterback who's really experienced, who's won a Super Bowl, who's been a Super Bowl MVP. You draft a quarterback as well at some point, and away we go. To be fair, I, I really don't think it's that big of an issue because if there's one thing Sirianni has proven as the offensive coordinator in Indianapolis, he can do it with any. He, he, did, he did it with a great offensive line in, in Indianapolis. Correct, and he ran the football. So I mean, but he went from Andrew Luck to Jacoby Brissett to Philip Rivers. So like, I, I don't think the offensive scheme is something like where it's like with Doug, where where you need a certain style of quarterback and you, you make minor adjustments. He'll adjust the scheme to his quarterback. That's that's the strength that I see in the hire for Sirianni. Okay, uh, we're 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 gonna get through all kinds of these questions when we start talking about oh yeah. draft, <laughs> but. Uh, my, my immediate question following what uh, what Zach just said regarding doing it with a great offensive line, or you saying, Dave, doing yeah. it with a great offensive line. Speaking of offensive line, where do you think we stand here? And a big question on everybody's mind is reports coming out that Andre Dillard beefed up, uh, 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 had a really hard offseason workout, I guess, to help. Talking about last year's reports? Get stronger. Okay, so not, not, not this year. I haven't seen him. All right. No, it was this year, right? The reports were the same last year. Okay. okay. All right. I think Jordan Mailata established himself as the 
Boom, Shakalaka. Guy, guy, the, the one that he's, who's going to have to be displaced at left tackle. Okay, and, and so he me, is starting. He is slotted as the starting left no, tackle. No, there's, a, there's, there's going to be a preseason of three games, and we'll see who the best man is. Right now, you believe him no, to be the front well, runner. Jordan, I've seen Jordan tackle. play a lot more than I've seen Jordan, uh, uh, Andre, and the fact that there's the uh, this off season where the young players may or may not be in, it just it it hurts. It hurts Andre Dillard of the world so much when they can't come in and get in on the field and. Get, get time on the side with coaches and really work on their craft. It hurts him so much. So I don't know what the Eagles are going to do with that. Every team is, has been voting and they don't want to come in and work early on the, in, at the complexes. Wow. So, uh, and I know why, because they don't want veterans don't want to lose their jobs. No, I said, wow. Yeah. So I, 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 it kills players like Andre Dillard. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's, two minutes before we start. Do you think, there are any other moves made at offensive line this year? Meaning, no. Are they, um, are they, are they comfortable with Brandon Brooks coming here, back got, from injury? The Eagles have no cap room. Okay, They're, they what they've done in free agency is they've signed five players to one year contracts, right. which I think is, they've done a pretty good job. They've gotten a couple players who can help them. They will be active, moving, wheeling, dealing around the draft, trying to get as many picks as they can. Will they draft an offensive lineman? Perhaps they think that. By Herbig playing a lot last year, Driscoll playing a lot last year. Both had pretty decent years for rookies. There's some depth there. Unless somebody blows them away for an offer, you'll have Brandon Brooks come back healthy, hopefully. Lane Johnson come back, hopefully. Uh, Kelsey's going to play another. You have a chance to have a really good offensive line. What do you think about Brandon Brooks coming off two Achilles tears? I think he's he's had he's had he's been banged up for two and a half years. I think it's a it's a really tough spot. It's a it's a coin flip at this point. Yeah, but I'm, you kind of feel comfortable with Herbig or, or Driscoll. Fitting in if he, not at the level, they're not Pro Bowl players. Not Brandon Brooks. I think if Brandon Brooks can come back healthy, then the Eagles have a chance to have a really good offensive line. Okay, really good. So who's playing left guard? Samalo. He is. Yeah, you were comfortable Kelsey? with that from yeah. last year. Yeah. And how's Lane's ankle? <laughs> Cleaned up. Yeah. Oh God. I just I just told Tank to stop laughing. Dave. Um, yes. They, you know they. They keep in mind, we have less than a minute. Okay, I, I, I'll say I'll preserve this for the other side. You'll of the rock. preserve this. Yeah, I'll preserve it. For you me. mean you'll reserve it? Yeah, preserve it. Preserve it. I'm gonna preserve <laughs> it. It works. Preserve works. Really? Yeah. yeah. We're not talking about grape jelly. I'm, I'm gonna save it. Okay. I'm gonna save it. Preserve it. <laughs> preserve it. All right. Preserve it. All right. I'm gonna oh, save man. this for the other side of the rock here. <laughs> I got a, a bone to pick with you about that ordeal that you just mentioned. <laughs> Isaac Sayamalo is an ordeal. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, everybody. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, 104.1. Trent, WDASAF through the rest of the Delaware Valley. Brought to you by Bud Light. Back right after this. 4.1, Trent, WDASAF the rest of the Delaware Valley. We are back in studio with our good friends, Alice Tang Thomas, Michael Shutup Diaz, Chris Sackmaster, Slash, and, of course, Host of your Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast, Mister Dave Darrow. That's always how you wanted me to. Among other things, what, what else do you do? A lot. You know Apparently, you about you about to every defend. appearance, every host, all these shows, all these appearances. It's just, it's a very job. It's a job that requires a lot of skills, multi-talented skills. A MC Spuds. MC Spuds. I do that. <laughs> Apparently, from Andrew Hurst on our message board here, he's saying something about an OnlyFans page for you, Dave. What's that? <laughs> 
<laughs> What's that? <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> oh man! All right, so uh, I believe uh, before we went to uh, to break, Dave and Hollis were talking about uh, Isaac Sayamalu. Oh, yeah. yeah, Isaac Sayamalu, who played nine games, had a knee injury all year, was battling an injury all year. Go ahead, Hollis. Tell me how much he sucked. Tanks preserves right here. Yeah. Well, you you, you nine said, games. You said it already. You sucked. No, I, I he think, was thinking up the drive. He was thinking up the drive the year before. <laughs> yeah, I disagree. I know. Which kid? Did you watch film? Yeah. You sure? I watch. I, I watch with Stout. Did you watch Stout? Who? I watch with Stout, Mao. Yeah, with Jeff Stoutland. The Stoutland. Yeah. Sol- is he a Pro Bowl player? No. Is he a good left guard when he's healthy? Yes. So when apparently he, he wasn't. Way, apparently wasn't healthy, huh? He played nine he, games last year. He was getting his ass kicked. <laughs> was that him or was that the left tackle who'd never played in his life? That was him. Okay. Okay. So, so, so the guy over him, the left tackle, was that the, the quarterback holding? Was that the so, quarterback holding the ball? Too is long? it the guy over him? Was it the guy with him that was? How was yeah, Kelsey, we, how, we got a massive thumb how, war how, going how, on here. How did Kelsey play last year? Kelsey played decently. Decent. Yeah, decent. Yeah. yeah. I thought Kelsey played amazing. I, I felt like he played. Amazing. I felt like he played. I felt, I felt like he played decent. He, he, when you have an yeah. off, when you have thirteen different starting combinations on your offensive line, you expect them to play well. Uh, yeah, it's a, you're a professional. Do your job. Okay. <laughs> Is the ticket price going to go down? Oh no. Oh okay. I think the first. Dave versus Tank battle <laughs> of the year of yeah, 2021. I'm just, I'm just I mean, saying. I, we, we were four eleven and one last year. Yeah. I have no, I have no defense on anything. Oh no, I, I, I you, was, you take your lumps. Uh, well, I, 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 I'm fine with that. And Dave was always good about that. But I, I just had a problem with the, them steadily pumping up uh, say Malu like he was like an all pro. He was getting well. Was either that or Matt Pryor? Yeah, Matt Pryor. Well, yeah. Nobody's ever said that he was an all pro. Okay, good. nobody's ever said he's an all pro. And, and then they, they prematurely. Do you him. see any of these guys, Driscoll or Herbert? Hurt, they like Driscoll a lot. Yeah. Driscoll, uh, do you think uh, you, uh, you see one of these guys maybe taking Isaac's role? I think there'll be competition for every, all of them. But all right. I mean, what? What? I don't. I don't. I think the expect again. You know, th- there's going to be actually a preseason this year, so we'll have a little bit more sense and there'll be a little bit more cohesion. Um, it's hard to have an offensive line come together when you lose your right guard before the season begins. You lose your right tackle before the season begins. You lose your left tackle before the season begins your right. left tackle is eventually ends up jason peters the great jason peters experiment at left tackle was a bust i was i'm sorry moving him to right guard was a bust goes back to left tackle obviously was way past his prime did he sign somewhere he did didn't he i don't think he did no no, no he didn't, no, he didn't. No. No, i thought no. somebody gave him a one-year no. deal no who the hell would do that outside all right anyway let's talk some better radio right now yeah uh dave you were uh on an interview or had an interview with linebacker Eric Wilson yeah. on a show today, uh, yesterday, or uh, what was it? It's in uh, our podcast that actually dropped today. Dropped Eagles today. Podcast Excellent. Dropped today. So Eric Wilson, uh, Minnesota, uh, undrafted free agent 2017, played a few games uh, up until last year where he had what some might consider a breakout year, 122 total. Tackles. Tackles, 66 solo, I believe, is the, the number. We did our, our research on him. Uh, went to uh, what? Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati and North, Northwestern. And Started at Northwestern. And, and finished at Cincinnati. Um, our question for you, uh, and probably more so than, uh, than, you know, what do you think he's going to do? I'm wondering why uh, Minnesota – has not had a spectacular defense over the last few years. And here's a guy that 
they homegrown or homegrew. How did he set tank? We'll get there in a minute. All right. No, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. But how did he slip out of the I mean, crack? you'd have to ask the Vikings why they didn't sign him. He had a good year last year. Um, they have good linebackers with Anthony Barr, with Kendricks. Maybe they didn't want to invest. I, I, I think that. Don't look at me like I, I think, did something wrong and you're going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I right, think, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. I think Wilson's one of those players, at least, I hope that. Hey, everybody tanks over here looking at me, give me looks through my camera. Okay. Thank you. Right though, I'm with you. But no, what, right. what I was going to tell you, I don't was, know what he's saying. I'm just, no, I'm I was just trying no, to answer. I'm just wondering why. I'm just wondering why. Well, no, I was no, just, it's not. It, he and I had this long conversation, and no. a lot of it has to do with defensive coordinator who he has, uh, who he has experience with, who is now here with the Philadelphia Eagles, and on a one-year deal, which I thought was really crazy for a guy who had a breakout year, that we'd sign a one-year deal, especially here, can I, can I knowing. Answer, answer the question. I think what happened is he fired his agent. And uh, he was looking for a big deal. And in this, when when the salary cap drops eight percent, there are going to be some players, and I think Anthony Harris is also in this category, that just slip through the cracks. And look, Eric Wilson is not going to wow you with his with the way he looks in a uniform, but he's really smart. This is this is what I heard. He looks really this sexy is what, in a uniform. <laughs> this is what Nick Diaz Rose is very concerned about. This. Oh, this God. Is what Rose, that he's that he's just he's going to fit into the defense. Um, that is going to be a three-down linebacker, and this team obviously needs linebackers who can make plays. And we'll see w- w- how he fits in after the season. But is he better than what the Eagles have had in the past? Your, your man crush, who moved on to San Francisco. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. That's a new subject. At some here. point in time, I get to see him again because we're playing the 49ers <laughs> right. at home, baby. And look, I, and that, that's a, it's really unfortunate the way it, the defense was was bad last year too. Um, but no, I think Eric Wilson's a solid player. Is he going to be a, a game-changing player? I have no idea. How did he get out of Minnesota? They just didn't. They just didn't want to allocate cap room to him, so they feel like there's somebody else. The next player is going to be able to step in and, and be productive. Well, well they, I was going to tell you that the Minnesota Vikings have had a good defense over the past few years. Volume up. Okay, my bad. They have had a good defense over the past few years, and that's why he was expendable because he was behind bar. And and uh, Kendricks, they have, Why didn't you tell me that last week? I was I was telling you that we were sitting there drunk on the pal- on the patio down say in Costa again. Rica. Say that one more time. While we were sitting there drunk. Okay, the there you go. So and I didn't think about it till till, till afterwards. But when it, it was that's when I told you. Remember when I said he seized the second? He was an undrafted free agent. He went went around a little bit, and he was able to garner some playing time because somebody got hurt. When somebody got hurt, that's when he was looking to cash in. Uh, this with the linebacker too. I know you talk with with Wilson. They they signed him, and you mentioned some of the other guys they got on the roster. Also with the offensive line, and I know you don't. You're not going to give us any draft secrets or guys that are targeting. But is it fair to expect that we're everyone in this room wants both of those positions addressed in the first three rounds? Um, what linebacker and offensive line? Yeah, really. You All guys right. want offensive line addressed All in the right, first we three were, rounds? We weren't quite ready for that in yet. The, but in I the appreciate first three the rounds. No, no, I did, really but, not bad. Hold on. That's what we talked about last week. No, well, no, it is what we talked about. All right. So, Dave, moving in, how much time do we have in this? Two hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. About six minutes. About six minutes. Okay. So, altogether, I believe we can agree that our concerns for draft position-wise more so were offensive line first, secondary cornerback specific <laughs> second, Okay. And then linebacker third. Okay. And and if you followed what the Eagles 
have trended over the years as far as where they're going to pick up these positions, it would almost seem like this is an appropriate formula. So I believe uh, we were almost all in agreement, right? right. Uh, when we were talking about that, I you were a little off. Okay. Okay. I was I was corner, wide receiver, edge rush. Okay, yeah. that's right. what I want. But okay. uh, uh, the the other the other three of us were offensive lineman, cornerback, okay. linebacker, and considering we have uh, four picks in the top eighty four right now, without trading any away, where do you see the Eagles going? What do you what do you First of all, first, 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 first of all, is, is is Howie ever going to step out of his own box? That's that's the and that's the one. That's his problem. Okay. He steps well, no, out of the box. No, 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 no. He he doesn't he doesn't consider the linebacker position as critical as others. He uh, he has put that on the back burner. We all know it. It's not a a, a question mark. All right. So does he? step out of his box and address this position. If Micah Parsons is there at 12, which he won't be because if he slips past Dallas and slips past the Giants, that would be if he slips past Denver at 9, I would be shocked to be Yeah, with. so here's here's actually honestly what I say. Name one position on this team that you wouldn't feel the need to address. <laughs> Zero. Name one position yeah. on this team they that need you wouldn't Oh, you need uh, all of them. All right. Um, okay. Well, can I rephrase that yeah. question to you? Can we look at the overall success of this team and when they've had their most success and speak about the positions of weakness that we are glaring in right now? What would you consider glaring? Linebacker. Linebacker. There's a quarterback on the offense. No, no, no. Hold on. There's a quarterback on the offense and there's a quarterback on defense. All right. And. I would say Jordan Hicks, Nigel Bradham, when we won the Super Bowl, it's a nice little pairing back Jordan there. Hicks didn't play in the I, Super Bowl. I, I know, right? he but missed, half, the, he missed season. half the season. But yeah. Nigel Bradham stepped up into that middle linebacker and role. He, and he played was, with leads every single game that year. Doesn't matter. Up, how many points, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter right now. They run the if ball. You, if you're going to tell me my other man crush, Alex Singletary. Singletary. Singleton. Come on. Singleton. Sorry, what did I say? Singletary. What a Singleton. Ball. Is uh, at middle linebacker. He's not a middle linebacker. Well, that's what he was playing this year. Yeah, he's, he's he'll he'll play weak side. Okay, uh, so, Wilson, we need, so we need we need that. I, I believe. Hold on. Does anybody else in the room other than Dave think we need a stud middle linebacker? Finally, I would love to have yeah. a stud. I, I do. I would love to have a stud middle linebacker. Well, raise your hand. I'm, I'm not sure that I would. I, there I, we go. I'm not sure. Chris, are you raising your hand with the rest of us? Yeah, honestly, not with the first pick. Honestly, for me. Am I taking the first pick a guy who didn't play football last year? I, I I believe, and I could be wrong. We'll see if it turns out. But when you don't play football for a full year, you lose your edge. You lose your physicality, and you lose your edge. Okay? So I'm not taking a tw- I'm not, I am not using a 12th pick on a guy who didn't play last year. I drafted Sidney, hmm? and oh. he was okay with that. Yeah. You was okay with Sidney. And he didn't play for a year. The, the idea was to, to, to bring in what? But did, you drafted him in the second and round. Hollis, did it work? High second round. Did it work, Hollis? Hell no. So then you, you learn, Hollis. And then you see still set. Hollis, you That's a bad analogy. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's Hollis. Wait, I love wait, this conversation. Wait, Hollis. Hollis, the, Hollis what, why don't you wait? Why don't you just shut up for one second? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yes. Oh, I'm, oh, man. I'm just up straight up. So I'm you're great, just. I'm so you're just. So you're just. Haven't so choked nobody all weekday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. That job. 
But, God, but, but Dave, oh, all you're doing is picking out all the little things that went wrong, right? That's, that's well, no, well, no, no, and this is what I tell you. This is what I tell you. The fact that he didn't play last year, but it wasn't because of an injury. See, that's what that's what I'm wait, saying. Wait, wait, wait. Sidney Jones played in his seat. He was hurt before his pro day. Yeah. He played his. He played the football season. And where did they get you, Hollis? And where did they get it's you? It's a different comparison. Where did they get you? It's a different. It's it not. Got, even, it's, it's not it's, even the same story. Micah Parsons plan? didn't play last year. Is the Sydney entire plan? year. Is Sidney playing? Playing in Jacksonville. Is he? Is Sidney playing? Are you? Are you guys arguing the same point? No, he's, he's, sort of he's, uh, he's arguing something. He's, uh, he's arguing apples to oranges. It's not no, even, it's, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Yeah, one that one that'll probably be a stud. But you're talking about because he set out due to COVID nineteen. I'm saying that a guy who didn't play a, in a full season, I believe you will, as a football player, as, as I believe, players lose by not having OTAs. Mm. I believe that players lose by, that's why you see so many veterans who just go right down the players who go right down the tubes after last year, all those veterans who went, well, yeah, and then, but because they didn't practice in the spring. Well, yeah, because guess what? You need to practice. And you I need just, to keep your fast twitch muscles going. You need to be physical all year. So, am I using the 12th pick on a player who didn't play last year? That's just me. I don't know what the Eagles are going to do, but I'm saying for me, I, <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, I'm I saying for me, you are going to see a lot of players who were drafted who didn't play last year. This right. is my prediction. Okay, they will not. Prediction. They will not make it in the NFL. Hey, my predictions. Man. They will not make it in the NFL. You need to. And you that, need to have played last year. And that, uh, can I, and then, so I, I understand what you're saying in that sense, but I, I feel I still feel like I want that still linebacker. And you can't tell I me agree. that with Nate Gary. And that, now, now, okay, say that they they go they still go. Finish your Nate Gary thing. Uh, so when they, they have Nate Gary and Alex Singleton, and it, and they, we totally stuck up the joint. Did you catch <laughs> that? That was him playing chess. Yes. Yeah, I was going. I was going. I was skipping ahead, saying that if you're not going to at number twelve, if you don't take. Michael Parsons, there's another kid. He's not going to be there. No, there's another kid out of uh, Tulsa. Doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Zach, he's go. a beast. No, I have a question for Dave. But not, not at 12, he's not. I have a question for Dave, but I can do that question on the other side as we wrap up here with this segment. We'll be coming back right after this on 102.5 Fox Sports The Gambler. This is Green Legion Radio right after this. I don't know. How do you think he did there? Pretty good. You think? Yeah. Just awesome. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, 104.1 Trenton, WDAS, AM throughout the rest of the city, brought to you by Bud Light, and happy to have Philadelphia Eagles insider podcast host, Mr. Dave Spadaro on. Uh, that's so enough out of that. You just, want to, you just want me to fight with Hollis. you damn right I do. <laughs> All day. You guys, we'll be back right after this. 0.5 FM, Philadelphia, 104.1 Trenton, WDAS, AM through the rest of the Delaware Valley, brought to you by Bud Light. We have Dave Spadaro in studio with us right now, and we're still going at it. There's nothing better than the let's get ready to rumble segment between Hollis and and Dave that seems to take place every, every show. single time. So, all right, Dave, Yo. how about we just give you an open-ended forum here? Let's do it. You have four picks in the top 84. Okay. Where are you going with each one? I, I, I honestly am telling you, I don't think there's any position that I'm ignoring. So I'm going to go. I'm going to trust my board. And I think that when you get into trouble in the draft, you are pinpointing positions. Oh, okay. I think the Eagles are really lacking at cornerback. I think I'll always take an edge rusher if I can get one. I think I'd love another playmaker for Jalen Hurts. I think safety is really barren. I, mean, I don't know who's playing safety. Anthony Harrison, who else? 
I'm sorry, I don't even know who Kayvon that is. Wallace? Kayvon Wallace? Kayvon Wallace? I mean, did I don't you, know. What did he show you last year? Nothing not much. New no system? one showed anything. New system. What are you talking about? He was the greatest thing to come out of Clemson. New system, new system and coaches who don't have any allegiance to him. Mm. Um, I mean, every every level of the defense needs help. Every level of the offense needs help. Is there any possibility that, okay, so I believe it's consistent. We don't, it's, it's, it's not the uh, hidden agenda or trying to get some sort of secret information out. I believe we can all agree the question mark with Howie's performance as general manager is not his ability to wheel and deal, not his ability to make contracts work, not his ability to sign and find players that work within the system. It's been his success drafting players and evaluating talent coming out of college. That being said... Yeah, the draft needs to be better. That being said, is there any possibility of him coming out of his own skin and saying, because you're right, here's the, here's the fun part. What do we have? We have 11 picks now. We had 10. I think we now 11. have 11. 11 picks. Yep. All right. I don't know if I'm Howie at this point because of what you just said, which is there's not a position on this team that can't be addressed. Am I not just taking best available player at every freaking pick and I really <laughs> wanted to say but that. In, but in theory that is what that's what general managers always say they want to do. In theory we haven't done anywhere close to that. And let me just and let me just let me just say this um, amid the in, in, enormous negativity the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017 went two rounds deep in the playoffs in 2018 reached the playoffs in 2019. And had a lousy year in 2020. And now all of a sudden, the perception in Philadelphia in many corners seems to be that the Eagles don't know what they're doing. I think that's really unfair and really wrong. And I will tell you that every team go and have, has, have certainly has the draft been successful enough? No. Is there a replenishment of talent as the roster is turned over to be determined? These next two drafts, Eagles have to kill it. Um, so does every team go through a down cycle? Yes. The best teams come out of that down cycle very quickly. And that is the test here. All right. That's what I said. That's Appre- how I appreciate that's what you're saying. And that is such a glass half full way of looking it's, at it. it it's a, but the facts are the facts. Facts are the facts. Glass half empty suggests yeah. that we got really damn lucky. Lucky, Better be lucky than good, Quimby. I don't know. There's a Lombardi trophy at the Novacare Complex. And see, I don't care Dave, about lucky Dave, Dave, I'm not going to let you have this one. Not going to let you have this one. And I appreciate you taking me up to see that beautiful thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so why, so why would there be? Why, what, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm suggesting here is that where I will say I'd rather be lucky than good, I believe the moves made by this franchise since that Super Bowl win have not been lucid. They've, I think the drafts haven't been as good. I agree. The well, they, 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 I don't even want to say the drafts. I don't even want to say the well, drafts. And you know why? You know why? Because, look, we, we mortgaged our future. All right? We wound up with four or five draft picks in a couple of years in a row. Five, yeah. All right? So you're, you're not talking about a situation where you have a lot of room for error. Was it worth it, Quimby? <laughs> Was it worth Was it? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? I will say yes. Every single excuse me, fan will say excuse yes. me, excuse me. At the same time, at the same time, I don't believe you have to do this in order to win a Super Bowl. 
What what based on what with you with your expertise as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, they had the greatest quarterback in the history of the game. Say again. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. And no, what, right. what they, what they did right. last year? You're right. Hold on. Hold on. I, I'm not. I'm not going to be tank. All right. Whoa. 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 whoa I, uh, excuse whoa, me. Whoa. 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 Yeah. That's great. No chirping <laughs> from you. All right. It doesn't matter. Tank. Shut up. For a hot second. All right. Do I agree with you? I do. But I there there's something that is substantially wrong with the path this team is taking. All right. You give up your Super Bowl MVP quarterback. Tank and I will argue anybody all day. Oh God, are we talking about Nick Foles again? Listen, listen, I'm just Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just did you No 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 whoa 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 no, no, we got just, a lot to get through in ten minutes. Uh, no, Stop. You just did You're it. gonna have your floor. All right? You Stop. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. Nothing better than being a babysitter host. Mm -hmm. Yeah, here it is, chirping again. All right. And I know you love to support the team because that's what you I'm do. I'm part of the team. I get it. There's something off. There's something completely off here, and it needs to be addressed. Positions. All right. What wins Super Bowls? Great offensive line, great defensive line, great quarterback play. Shut up. Two. Tank, what are they? Uh, running the ball. And? And stopping the run. That's it. Oh, Jesus. It's 1994. Perpetually. Exactly. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> First of all, oh, yeah, I've been waiting for that one. Yeah, it's a passing league. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Name one receiver you trust throwing the ball to besides Greg Ward right now. I'm not. But, I'm not that's not the question. Yeah, but I, I don't trust anyone. I'm not talking line, to you either. Back, tight end, anyone. I'm oh, so, so, so the New England Patriots, uh, they, they went out there. Look, look, look. You're, 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 you are very good at redirection. Tampa, you are, Tampa Bay and you the, are, Tampa you are a son of a bitch of a litigator. Okay. I get it. You're great at what you do. Yeah. Put your head down because you know I'm right. No, All right? Look at you. You get red too around the cheeks. Look Tampa, at him. I'm Look laughing. At that how ridiculous, how ridiculous the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went out and got a quarterback. They defense threw, They had a spectacular three, defense before then, and they. You know who else? They and he picked? threw. He threw and you know three who else they picked up? In the first you know who else they picked up? Who is going to make them or allow them to win another Super Bowl? Say it, Leonard Fournette. Oh, yeah, yeah, that I was did. Leonard Fournette. But we, don't we, give we, me that crap. I know, and the then, reason why we won that Super Bowl and had the year we did in Garrett Blunt. Yes. Boom, shaka, shaka. Kansas City, the year before they ran the ball, and the year before that, the Rams and oh, the yeah, yeah, they all, all they did is run, run the, ball. the ball. The Eagles, they ran the ball. I mean, that's they were like number one running of yes, all time. Yes, they were. Yeah, and running the ball. If you look, if you look at, if you look at it, when you keep a team off balance and you keep your defense arrested, you kick ass. When you do it the way you're doing it, you, we've thrown it sixty percent of the time. Nobody's won like that. Name me one all team. The teams, all name, the teams. Name me one team that's won more sixty percent. They were throwing sixty. They were not throwing sixty percent of the time. Go watch it. They ran the ball. To get back in that game, go look at it. That's why that running back that they had was in the the, the, the Damien. Damien was Damien Washington. Yes, he was. He came back. He came, they came back running the ball with him, and then throwing the rock. You don't just go out there and throw the ball like that. Yes, you, you do. No, you don't. You don't get no one like that. And Andy Reid's whole formula has been to throw the ball early. And where's he gotten them? Where's the wait, wait wait? Where's it gotten Andy Reid? Oh, stop! Okay, he's won one. He's yeah. won one. But he's it won wasn't one. He's been. He's three. won one. He should have won multiple. And and mm -hmm. he wasn't calling the plays in that one. 
I know he wasn't telling the plays. You want to know why? Because I know when he calls the plays, because when I was with the Saints, I called out his first 15 plays. I gave him to the defense, and we shut him down, point blank. The other guy was doing it. What do we got? Let's get back into the Eagles. All right, yeah. We're not. We're going to do that at the top of the hour. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Deepest apologies. No, it's okay. I love this. It's nothing, There's nothing better than having Dave on. It, 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 like it, it, no, you are, you are a litigator, dude. I'm not. I'm, you I'm, are one of the best litigators I know. No, no, Quimby, if somebody disagrees with you, you think they're litigating. That's yes. what it is. Right. So I'm not litigating. So what's I'm the giving, problem? I'm giving you my, per, my perspective. <laughs> Quit disagreeing a, with me. Based on a <laughs> I, you, you always go back to this. I'm going to make a list because I don't have anything in front of me. And of all the evidence suggests you throw the ball in the NFL today. Today, that's what you do. You throw the ball to win. Listen, you, throw the ball to win. you can give Dave a lap dance on this break if you want. I'm not saying Dave, I'm fine with he's that. just right. He's right. Wrong. That's right. Sorry. Tank, Tank I got me. 20 bucks in my pocket says you won't reach over and choke his ass out. Right And Athlete Row just slid over towards Dave. There's no 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 sliding over towards Dave. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, 104.1 Trenton, WDAS, AM throughout the rest of the Delaware Valley. Brought to you by Bud Light back right after this. 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, 104.1 Trenton, WDAS, AM throughout the rest of the Delaware Valley. Brought to you by Bud Light. Make sure you vote for the Green Legion. When the final four between us and well, Adam Kaplan, but it came out on Friday. So get mm. get on the site right now and start putting your votes through for us. Are we already started? Yes. Oh, yeah, started, yeah, started, on started, on started on Friday. Started on Friday. Okay, so that means it starts today. It's okay. We all know. We we taped this beforehand. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to give him extra stuff to do. He's, you already saw what he did to the board. All right, all right. I got you. You just saw what he did to the I board. Got you. All right, so uh, we're still talking with... Philadelphia Eagles insider host, Dave Spadaro. And, yeah, we'll get to your questions in just a minute, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hear what you guys thought about the whole offseason to this point. Well, you know what? We're going to give you those points after we continue to hound you for information. Okay. And that being said, uh, Diaz, when we were uh, uh, on break, uh, you said there was something you wanted to ask him that's kind of along the lines of, the something being off with the team. Right. Please elaborate. And yeah. Dave, you're on the hot spot once it. again. Sure. Dave and I know, I know all teams go to ha- have issues internally and all that stuff. But when when something goes wrong, when you fire your Super Bowl winning coach three years after winning the Super Bowl, and you and you and you take the largest cap hit in history to get rid of your franchise quarterback you signed a year previously, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of digging and questions and where did this thing go wrong? And we'll, we'll talk about you know, specific. Reports and everything like that. Next week, we we know that you're going to wiggle yourself out of those. Real well. So, but it's the, the, he is sexy when he wiggles. The, the, Why, thank you. The general the general thing is, Quimby was saying there's something off, and the the takeaway, you know, high level takeaway is this. Remember, there's going to be this whole collaboration, and they fired Chip Kelly because he thought he was the man, and he was the man in charge, and he was the king, and he didn't have to answer to anyone. So then they bring in Doug Peterson, and they just it sounds like. They just micromanaged him to death where he just, you know, const- it sounded like Doug was at a constant. So, eyeball. by the way, so yeah. let me just let me just interrupt. I'm sorry to do, though. So that athletic report that said um, Doug had a Tuesday meeting every week with guess what? Andy Reid did to every single Tuesday. So there's no micromanagement going on. The fact is that when the team plays poorly and the owner doesn't like the direction of the team, 
the owner has the right to make a change. Well, I'm gonna, it's the story started off with this one thing, and, and Tank is going to love this. It was the day, it was the two, or I guess it was the Friday or after, the Saturday after Packers after game. the Packers game where they scored whatever 34 points by they ran the ball for 180 yards, passed it for 160 yards, and you know general attitude is hey why did you why did you run so much and not pass so much? But I thought pass we were going to be passing in the game plan and da 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 and and you're right and. and they might have these meetings all the time, but it sounds, and I'm not there, I wasn't there, and I'm not Doug, but it sounds it was received poorly from Doug. Like, hey, we won the game here. Like, you guys are grilling me because I didn't throw the ball. We, Yeah, we ran the ball. We switched it up. That's, that's what You're they You're kind of showed. asking articles from their I mean, I think, it, I think it's, look, I, I, think, no, look, it's I, just, but it, I, I would say this, Diaz. I, I think that um, it's fair. Jeffrey Lurie has the right to ask any question that he wants. Now you're taking that that question and you're turning it into an adversarial portrayal. Which that, that's was what it sounded, the article, that's it what sounded the article. like. Yes. So I wasn't in that meeting either. I know that that was a big win for the Eagles against the Packers. Uh, everything you could do to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field was was important. And you know the the, the Eagles started off very poorly offensively until uh, Miles Sanders had the kickoff return and then things turned on and, and it was great. So uh, certainly uh, it. it it went south very quickly for the Eagles. Doug did not do a good job in 2020. Uh, the practices were, as we've read, they were not crisp. The, the game execution was very poor. And as Jeffrey did with Chip Kelly, made the decision very quickly to go in a different direction. I happen to love Doug Peterson, and I know he'll be coaching next year. I will tell you that the Eagles were an undisciplined team last season and an underperforming team last season. And unfortunately, Doug is one of the, one of the people who who takes the fall for that. Well, a quick follow up though um, with this, you know, whatever right and wrong, and there's probably kernels of truth, and some things are not exactly how they happen. That's what generally happens in stories. But is there any chance that the team can? Is there any chance the team will do some sort of self reflection? And they're like, okay, like, okay, this is what is being said out there, and we don't really agree with it, but maybe there's a little bit of slither truth here. We got all these secret things and 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 so, all these different meetings one yeah, on one. So I, I don't, I don't think that the Philadelphia Eagles are walking around right now going thumping. We're not thumping our chest saying we're great. We have all the answers. We're you didn't, you didn't keep, get the sack down thirty four to seven. We're not going. We're not going. <laughs> we're, we're 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 just going to keep operating as normal. You, if you do that, then. Then this team's in for a long, long, many, many dark winters. Okay, so we'll see. I mean, I would, I, I would think so. I, I, my, my sense from being there, and the other day, the last time I was there was on, uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday, and I mean, it's a very uh, serious tone. Getting ready for the NFL draft, we know that we have to kill these next two drafts. We have twenty picks. We have potentially four number one picks in that. Lot and let's be honest on that. They're trading those away for a quarterback. We know what's happening. It's okay, just saying. Sorry, please. And um, and so uh, you know, you, you, the Eagles have shut to, up, Zach. The Eagles have to get back to to the top of of the NFL, and to do that with very limited cap resources because of the Carson Wentz trade and the cap it. The only way to do that is to draft really, really well. So. If, for example, they go the route that uh, General Manager Quimby suggests and trade uh, all these number one picks for a quarterback, a veteran running quarterback, back, running back, running well, back. Well, then you're hey. then you're going to have to build hey. around that quarterback. Hey. You're going to have to build around that quarterback. Is you're fired <laughs> because the uh, there's listen the, the 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 offensive line is aging, the defensive line is aging, and 
the only way to get good young blue chip talent on this team is to draft and to draft better than we've drafted in the last several seasons. For those of you that have been listening to the whole show, this is the longest radio tease in the history of radio. Uh, it's the end of the second <laughs> segment when I said I wanted to get my question in and everyone else kept on going ahead of Don't me. worry, so, big. Yeah, I'm, it's not I'm baseball. Now. It's not I'm, baseball. I'm here now. I'm here now. So just making my presence Don't worry, known. big time. You have your own oh, show. Yeah, making show. my presence known. I have my own show. Ah, Dave, I'm a big guy. You, were just, you get that, right? You, you have just, your own show? <laughs> Yes. All right. I'll, we'll get to that when we do kick ass or jackass, if okay. it's going to happen because we're all football. Today. Okay. Uh, nonetheless, uh, my question for you, and you kind of just expunged on this about Doug Peterson. Your thoughts on the firing of Doug Peterson, and what are your thoughts so far? You had a couple really good experiences, interviews so far with uh, new with head Nick. coach yep. Nick Sirianni. What, what What are your thoughts on both of those? So I love Doug. Um, Doug was I've known him since 1999, and um, we're friends. And I, I can't really say that about any other Eagles head coaches. <laughs> um, and that said, that said, you know, he's responsible for uh, for this football team and for his coaching staff. And, I mean, there were some pieces of the coaching staff that the ownership didn't care for. And the vision that Jeffrey has was different than the one that Doug had. So I, as as... As much as it, um, you know, look, as much as it it's made me sad, and I spoke to Doug after he left, um, that's the business. You're, you're, it was, it was, no, never was the plug pulled too early. I will, that remains to be seen. Now, what are my thoughts on Nick? So, I've talked to Nick probably five times virtually, have not met him physically um, yet, uh, but I really like his energy. I agree. I like his – he's a football rat, um, and yes. I like the coaching staff he's put around. There's a bit of Andy Reid slash Dick Vermeil to this whole thing. That said, <laughs> that said, the Eagles better – the Eagles need to upgrade the talent on the roster a lot. But I, and I, and I'll tell you what, I think Jonathan Gannon is a stud. I think he's a stud. So I'm encouraged by that. I think the Eagles have a chance to get back to the – I think back into contention in the NFC East, uh, weak division, but they have to kill the draft. So I don't know if that's like you guys are all laughing. I don't know if you're like, no, oh, I'm laughing at me with me. I'm laughing at the draft. No, no, I'm, I'm laughing at you. But it's like uh, I'm, I'm looking at you answering my questions. I'm trying to keep and it I, serious. I keep on getting these rocks in my ear. Meanwhile, there's like a boing. Hold on, hold on. Uh, it was back last year, two years ago. So I, 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 I'm really hopeful that Nick. I really like Nick. I really like Nick a lot. He's been great to work with. Philadelphia's really going to like him. I thought that when people got on his case after the oh, opening ridiculous. press conference, it was really, it was just unfair. But that's the business, and nobody cares. Um, we all care. Sorry, that was the, one thing, I the one thing you care about is can he win football games? And I don't. I can't look into my crystal ball. And right, Dave. A uh, question about uh, Sirianni. The roster's terrible right now. I would say the roster's terrible if the, if, look, again, if Lane comes back healthy, Brandon Brooks comes back healthy, and you have a really good offensive line. And Sam Brady would like to meet Nick physically. And the whole thing changes if you have a good, if, so, but go ahead. But, the but my question, needs, the roster needs to be better. Okay, yes. roster needs to be better. So, no one in town here likes losing. All right, <laughs> you know, no, no, hold on. May I, please? All right. All right go ahead. Sorry. I like well, but I, my, my, my question is this, is as fans, to be fair and to watch some sort of progress this year and something to watch where they might not win 12 games this year. But what is something that we we should be paying attention to Sirianni's coaching? Jalen Hurts. 
Easy enough. Yeah, the the offense structure, how he adapts, how he adapts his scheme to the personnel the Eagles have. That's something that I always watch. I saw what Chip Kelly did, and Chip Kelly took the talent that Andy Reid had left <laughs> and parlayed that into a really high octane offense in 2013, and then got rid of Lashawn, got rid of Deshaun. And then the offense progressively went what? down. You mean LaShawn McCoy, yeah. the one who <laughs> claims he should be in the Hall of Fame over? He should be in the Hall of Fame. His, oh. num- his numbers are over Edelman? I don't, I'm not over Edelman. I'm saying. It, All right, anyway. Sorry. LaShawn McCoy. He did win two Super Bowls, right? LaShawn McCoy, LaShawn McCoy should be and I think will be in the Hall of Fame. Two, right? Just two. Just two. Just two. Um, just and, and ran the ball twice in each game? I don't think he ran the ball at all. The yeah. one he was in street clothes in last year, oh. his, his jersey was as white as me without my shirt on. All right, you guys, real so, fast, right. because this is yeah. the one thing that we haven't gotten to, and I want to get to it before we even delve into some of these other t- uh, other topics. Okay. The draft. We haven't discussed the draft. We've been flirting with it. Dave, where do you think want to see this team go with the 12th pick? And does it bother you? I've been wanting to ask you this question because it's been eating at me. It's been eating at all of us. You trade from six. Okay, I get it. You move down six spots and you pick up another first round next year from Miami, who's not going to be good again. And you know why? Because it's Miami. They're just not good. Bad ah, Luis. <laughs> Luis. Bad ownership, <laughs> bad coaching, bad personnel, bad team, bad record. They got a good coach. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The ownership sucks. All right. Know that for fact. Dealt with them three times. Three times too many. My question is. A, first, where do you think they go with the 12th pick? And does it bother you that after moving from 6 to 12, it's not just moving 6 to 12. It's moving 6 to behind the Cowboys nah, and behind the Giants. Nah, I, but I will say this. I thought that was a great trade. G-R-E-A-T, capital, exclamation point, exclamation trade. To move down six spots. And Thank God a, you're and, on Instagram. And get a better, <laughs> and get a better, and get a better fourth round, get a better pick this year, fifth round pick to a fourth round pick. And to get a first-round pick for next year from a Miami team that has a quarterback that's not okay. that may not be good. So I like Sorry. that trade a lot. Sorry, real fast. Don't give a damn whether or not you like to trade. The solution. What I want to know is where no. you're going at twelve. What position? Yeah. And again, you're not going, pissed off about no, being no, behind. So no. where are you going with twelve? Um, well, I have to see how things play out. Uh, but I I believe that the largest hole on this roster is cornerback. I think the Eagles have. Wow. I think the Eagles have wow. a really Tank, what do you think? Really tough situation. I think it's a linebacker. But I, well, you, all right, first of all, let's assume linebacker. this. They're not taking a linebacker at They're 12. They're not taking so a linebacker at 12. Right. We know that. Right. All right. So outside of that, do you agree with Dave? Corner, you, yeah. I, 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 you I would, would go corner in the first. Yeah, because it, it's it's uh, you'll get, you'll get yourself a blue chipper. Um, and and it, it was an interesting question I had for Dave like a while back. It was uh, a lot of the media outlets are – Laughing at our front office, and uh, when the mock when the mock drafts are coming up, they're saying, "Let's see, are the Eagles going to how do, how are the Eagles going to mess this up if 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 both of the uh, wide receivers from Alabama are still on the board? What do you do then?" I don't I don't take wide receiver. I I do not like taking Whoa. wide receivers in the first round. The two Alabama receivers. I don't give a crap. I think Devon, the Giants are going to take Devontae Smith. There's, there, they, would, receiver, they would be stupid. Uh, name, name the last great, name the last top 10 receiver who won a Super Bowl. Name one. Uh, uh, Godwin? Mike, Mike Evans? Mike Evans was thir- 13. Indirectly? Maybe, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, my point is. This is you spinning. This Stop. Is, no, it's not. It's, my, it's me saying 
that wide receivers are a luxury. They are no. You can that you can you can get a great wide receiver later Hold in the draft. The phone. Then you no. can. Hold on. Shut you up. Can, then you can a great You're quarterback later in the draft. You're the same guy that says the entire league is passing right now. Yeah, it's, it's, but I don't need to go get a high profile no, receiver. You're They're twisting. a luxury. You're Quimby, twisting. You're Quimby, twisting. Quimby, there's ne- it's He's never twisting all the time. No, it's no, not Quimby. He's saying he Both of you guys are twisting. You can get a bu- you can get a good wide receiver. You don't need to waste. It's such a high asset. You build through the lines, and you get you can yeah. get three wide receivers oh. in rounds. So are you aware that are you aware that are you rules? aware that Diaz brought his knee pads today? Uh, Dear Lord, are you, man, are you aware the rule that the rules of the NFL are that you can't touch a wide receiver beyond five yards past the line of scrimmage? Right? You know that, right? Do you know how easy it is to be a good wide receiver up. in the league? He's in 1994. Do you know how that, easy that, that, it is that to be a great change. receiver in the league? Everybody catches 80 passes. Everybody's catching. Yo, look, I will shut this down right now. Oh! And I, I said that on purpose. Quimby's mad because he's been twisting himself since he met the Olympic paddleboarder last week. Because, <laughs> oh, God. It's been a long week. But you, got, you, you guys, guys are. But you guys he joined are, the Mile High Club by himself. Uh, hold on. But you guys are. There's nothing see, wrong with that. Yes. There's a lot of time up there. Yes. It's just frowned upon. Remember, it's only frowned upon. It's only frowned upon. It's, on, it's not illegal. It's only frowned upon. So uh, you guys have been twisting things in your favor the entire time. What, so what am I supposed to do, twist it in your favor? No, you, you're I'm, supposed, I'll give you my, my yeah, you're supposed to have a to... backbone and quit being a jellyfish. Wait a minute, what, because I want because I say cornerback is a bigger need than... No, 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 no. Right, hold on, we, hold on. No, no, no. Let's go back. Did you miss the part where I said that Eagles can use help at every single position? Let's no. go back to that. Okay? You're not going to draft one guy at 12 who's going to fix everything. Let's go back to that real quick. So you say cornerback... With the twelfth pick or the first pick, whatever, whatever's there, I don't okay. know what's going to be there. Okay, where do you go next? What is? I, I'm going to no, 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 no. Okay. no, 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 no. I don't want you to say no, Dave. Just for a second, I don't want you to say we need to fill every position on this team. Here's you, a better way of asking. You personally, here's a better you way. You personally, of please. Here's I'm a better way of asking. You personally, I'm going to ask a question. No, I'm going to fight this one until you wear down. <laughs> All right, I get it. Quarterback first. Where do you go? Second, third. What are your uh, level? What is your level of importance? Uh, right. Thank you. My my level of my my biggest needs on the team in order are cornerback. I would say. Safety linebacker, really neck and neck. I would say wide receivers a need. I would say. So you, and I would, would, say you go, would you go? Would you go? Cornerback, safety, I would say slash linebacker, and, I would and say, then receiver. No, again, no. No, I, I'm asking. I'm asking for an order here. I'm I, asking for. Me, we I, have four picks in the top eighty-four. Okay. Where would you go position-wise in those first four picks? That's what I'm asking. Um. Okay, assuming that there's great players at every position. Assuming. Right? It was just a mess. But it's, assuming. It's, it's just, just a dumb Your personal opinion. I, res- I respect I would say, your I would, football I would go, knowledge and I, your opinion. Would, so where would, would you go? I would, I would go picks? cornerback. Okay. I would go defensive end. Really? I would go safety. I'd go linebacker. Then I'd go wide receiver after that. You, so your first four picks within defense. the first 84, I think you go cornerback safety. Oh, no, you go cornerback edge rush. No, cornerback safety, edge rush, rush linebacker, linebacker, somewhere in there. Interesting. Okay. I think the defense needs help at all three levels. Do the Eagles need a wide receiver? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to see what your hierarchy of needs But I also was. know that the Eagles drafted three wide receivers last year. You don't just give up on Quez Watkins and John Hightower. Then, we don't give up on We don't want to. But there's, a, there's a great question right now. All right. Why does it seem as though the team gave up on Hightower? Because he was he, he was he he was a rookie last year who dropped a dropped wide open passes. They didn't give up on him. He got some reps. He didn't. But Quez came on and earned reps. And then to me, this is why that when rookies and young when players aren't reporting in the off season for these workouts, 
I don't know how much Quez Watkins has worked in the offseason. <laughs> so, I mean, look, I, again, I, it's, it, you, it, I don't like to answer the question of where would you go? Because when you get, when you draft for a position, then you get to, you kill yourself. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe I just asked. Yeah, but, but, but my needs, properly. Maybe I should have just said, my needs what are, is your hierarchy My needs, needs are A to Z. What, what I'll, I, take, I'll take a great offensive lineman. I'll right. take a great linebacker. I'll okay. take a great anything. Give be- me great players. I have a better way to ask that question. If you, if you, at each pick, if you had your choice at those picks. He just gave yeah. it. Yeah, I just gave him. Okay. I, I would be, mo- it would be mostly, it. honestly, it would be mostly defensive oriented. Okay. Because I think the defense has Thank you. so many holes. All right. Other well, than, other than Fletcher and Hargrave, and Brandon right. Graham, Brandon Graham, who's got to, who's got to, you know, bounce back after. A, How do you a, feel about Barnett? I think he's a a hardworking effort guy. All right, enough about much. that. What oh, do you God. think about his actual performance? I think he's been okay. Nothing more. Sweat. Have they exercised his option? Yeah, they did. I believe they did. Yeah, I don't think they did yet. Was it May? They had to. They had to have already because yeah, oh, because we're all we're all ready to see Josh Sweat step up. Yeah, but again, he was hurt too last year. He was, was hurt it? too, but he had half the snaps that Barnett had and twice the uh, performance, yeah. just so we know. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, 104.1 Trenton, WDASAM throughout the rest of the Delaware Valley. Brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light. We have two more segments after this. All right, coming back, let's talk Phillies for for a hot minute. Fires? Maybe that too. <laughs> I don't know. We'll can see. We, can we just I don't know. Pushing that Home off. Depot. As everybody Maybe tunes Bed out. Bath and Beyond. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. <laughs> but we'll be back right after that. Radio Fox Sports the Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, 104.1 Trenton WGAM throughout the rest of the Delaware Valley. Brought to you by Bud Light. Time for a little Phillies? Speaking of Bud Light. Bud Light Baseball Brunch. Had a boy. He can't get enough. He can't get enough. Coming up on Sunday from 11 to noon with yours truly and Greg Murphy. Uh, make sure you guys come on down to Sports and Social down at the brand new Philly Live Casino. Uh, we've had a couple great shows down there. Awesome crowd out last week, right, Slash? Um, yep. Yeah, we, we've been having a good time. We're giving tickets. Slash hasn't said a word yet today. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. I'm letting the. The, the big boys talk over there. Hold on, guys. Now, you, now you talk. I'm sorry. I, I still say it with your chest, Slash. Say it with your chest. Let the big boys talk over there. Whoa. There we go. Sorry. Nice. A little rusty on the uh, on the way back, right? Yeah. Well, we're getting there. Nah, but we've we've had some great shows down there. We gave away tickets courtesy of Quimby uh, the first couple weeks. Courtesy of the Green Legion. Yeah. And then uh, I bought a couple tickets last week, which we gave away with, uh, for this upcoming Monday against the Giants. I'm going to buy a couple more uh, to, to give away this upcoming Sunday as well. No, you're not. I will. No, don't worry about it. I got money, too. You're not the only one with deep pockets. No, 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 no. We whoa, spend whoa, Quimby's whoa. money. <laughs> we spend Quimby's money. Okay, that's because you're his work wife. <laughs> oh God, no! Oh, I will, God, no. I will shut this show down right now. <laughs> oh God, no! Where would um, do you be? But we also uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, Diaz is going to promote it. We have a new logo for the show, which I showed. It the, is sexy. It almost it, looks like a U porn logo. It, it's uh, yeah, it, it's like silhouette. Uh, <laughs> it looks great. Uh, but it is courtesy of BoxSourcing.com. Megan did a phenomenal job. She's based out of Philadelphia, right over off Thank the Market you, Megan. Street. Uh, if you want to reach out to her, you can. Uh, again, boxsourcing.com or the phone number 215-839-6121. Fantastic job. Thank you again. Sam Brady says, technically, I'm there, too. Uh, Sam is there. Who? And actually, we do need Sam Brady. Uh, we need Who? some female presence uh, down there at the show for Baseball Brunch. And, uh, Uh-oh. I'm sorry. I don't know if you're allowed to speak. <laughs> Aren't you about, married? Uh, are you, did you ask Rachel for permission <laughs> to say that? 
Rich already knows. She's. <laughs> uh, but hey, why don't we touch a little bit on on the Phillies? Um, if you really want my take about the, what's been transpiring over the last week, again, tune in on Sunday for for the full amount. Uh, but we're also going to jump into a little bit here with Kickass or Jackass once Quimby comes back into the room. Polarizing Phillies. Uh, so guys, uh, start thinking about that as well. This past week has not been friendly to the Phillies. Uh, you they, think? they got a little lucky on Sunday night, uh, courtesy of instant replay with Alec Bohm. Did he or did he not touch home plate? Um, I am of the mindset. Did the run count? They yes, it did. Did not, so, <laughs> did not touch. No, I, did li- not touch. Hey, hey, listen. Major League Baseball and the replay review officials. And, and, and I know me and Merv, we went in the last week a little bit on replay. We talked about it because we expunged about the uh, Michael Conforto getting hit by the pitch right. in the Mets home opener walk-off and how that was a disgrace. Well, I have a different mindset this week. That was phenomenal. A great, great job. <laughs> there was no – there was no – Conclusive evidence that he did not touch the plate, so we'll we'll move on from that. But two rainouts so far this week, guys, and uh, and then the rest of the week, the Phillies two out of three games against the Mets. Now they, they got they got swept um, in that if you want to say it's a three game series because they didn't play all four, uh, so they did get swept. But two out of those three games, they struck out fourteen times. The offense has been pathetic, and and really, you didn't face Degrom. You got lucky on Thursday that the rain came. And and it canceled the Grom. Diaz, you have something? Well, I got a question. Zach, you have been telling me that uh, now that we got um, uh, Captain Coconut Oil out of here, okay. that, <laughs> that the, 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 the coaching of the Phillies was going to play to the players' strengths. Why are they striking out 14? Are they concerned about launch angle and spin rate and all that stuff here? I would have thought that we would have gotten out of that, especially with Reese Hoskins. Reese, Reese was hitting the ball well. If, if you look at their at-bats right now, uh, the, the one day where they, where they struck out was the first game of the doubleheader. Um, you know, and then we, we wound up playing eight innings, you know, because with the double headers this year as, as compared to last year, it's seven innings apiece. So they struck out 14 times in that first game. The shadows were terrible. Uh, right around home plate. Uh, here comes the apologies. Oh, no, it, yeah, was, yeah, it, yeah. it was bad. The, the, the one that bothers me is the fact that you destroyed David Peterson last week in the third game to, to, to win the series against the Mets. And then the guy comes out there and he's pitching like, like Randy Johnson. I posted on my Facebook page. I'm like, is Randy Johnson pitching for the Mets tonight? Cause like at one point I'm looking up, I'm like, how the hell does this guy have 10 strikeouts already in this game? Uh, it, to me, they're looking, they're pool happy right now. Um, Reese Hoskins, the first week of the season, he was successful because he was playing to the opposite field. He was hitting the ball to right field, uh, to the gaps. Hit, you got to hit the ball where they're pitching you. If they're pitching you away, 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 you have to hit the ball the other way. If they're hitting you in, then you can pull it. But if you can't pull a ball that's on the outside half of the plate, especially if you're if you're a step or two off the plate. What do you got, Hollis? Do you think Velasquez is a jinx? Uh, do I think he's a jinx? I think he needs to go. Because, uh, <laughs> because because I say that specifically because since he entered the game the one time and we lost, we haven't really recovered from that. Yeah, listen, <laughs> me, me and Murph, we talked about Vince Velasquez last week. Uh, the, the the problem with Velasquez has been and always will be from the neck up. Okay, he he, he just he just does not have it mentally. The guy can come out there and he, he needs a nose job. <laughs> he mows down the side, okay, in the in his first inning. He did one, two, three strikes out the side, and then he comes out and he worked. He walks four out of five batters, and and that's what really killed that game. I mean, the Phillies at that point later in the game, their offense ten they they got going, 
to where they they gave themselves opportunities to where they could come back in the game, but because of Velasquez, they didn't have the opportunity. Uh, but this has been a rough week. Uh, luckily, this is the first time, guys, since September of 2019 that the Phillies are playing a team not in the National League East or the American League East. Right, like it's wow. insane because remember last year all you did was play American League East and National League East, and the first two, the first four series, the first two weeks here, all they played is the Braves and the Mets. So we get a little bit of a reprieve here now with the Cardinals coming to town. I hate saying that because they they have around <laughs> the same record as us. Uh, this is your hometown team, Hollis. Yeah, uh, but I'm a, I like the feeling. I know you do. I know you do. Your but, brother, though, that's Nolan Arenado. No, no, no. My brother, my brother's uh, my brother. He, <laughs> you saw him roll up in here with his um with his with his uh, Cardinals t-shirt. He he will never turn. It's all good. It's fine. But uh, but yeah, they, they are coming. They are coming into town this weekend. So uh, let's see what we can do. Maybe it's time for a little K A or J A. I did tease it when you walked out of the room. I, I was waiting for you to come back. Was waiting for you to come back. So uh, all right, hold on. Did I do it? Wait. It's time for a little kickers or jackass. Someday we're gonna use your sounders. Yeah. we agreed <laughs> last week. No, you know what? We actually have sound effects here that I don't know how to use. Uh, don't start using them. It's now. time for a little. It's time for me to shut up. <laughs> uh, we we agreed last week that this week's kick-ass or jackass will be top ten uh, world paddle boarders. So that, we're going to go with the paddle boarders, our favorite paddle boarders. <laughs> or paddle boarding pod. Valeria Salustri, we love you wherever you are. Uh, so uh, my topic for this week, Quimby asked me to do it a uh, half hour before we went on. <laughs> and, he, and he said, hey, I always do it a half hour before yeah, I, know, I, I don't want to hear it. So he's like, he's like, you know, you pick. And I said, Phillies. But, you know, really, in reality, listen, I could go chase out Lee, Jimmy Rollins. If, if all of us don't say kick ass, you're the jackass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I decided to go with polarizing Phillies because I want to see where everybody is at on this topic. Dave, would you like to partake? I'd like to partake, well? please. Yes. Awesome. It's Phillies. You can get away with it. The great. So what, what we'll do is we'll work our way around the room. I'm going to start with Slash. Kurt Schilling. Oh, boy. Take the political views out of it. I'll go kick ass then. He was a good pitcher. Who? I don't know. What would you say? I, I wouldn't have been. Kurt Schilling. How, how can you not say kick ass? Uh, I, just, I, I don't like what he turned into. I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah I, go, I go kick ass, I guess. Plain, you say he's take he's political out. Politically, yeah. Take, well, I think uh, take political out and uh, yeah, the, the kid thing, uh, kick ass. I'm, I'm going to say jackass. I don't forgive him for putting a towel over his head uh, in 93 series. Yeah. I go kick ass. Now, Ed Wade once said this about Kurt Schilling. He is a horse one day out of the week and a horse's ass the other four days out of the week. <laughs> but I, I love Kurt Schilling. He had a phenomenal career here, but he did force his way up, and I'll go kick ass as well. All right. Scott Rowland. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think I had a Scott Rowland poster in my room, so I, I guess I can't contrast Is it crusty? <laughs> here we go. Uh, I'll still go kick ass. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. These are just sound effects. I don't know what you guys are worried about. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you this. It's an interesting and longer story than it needs to be. I used to run golf expos. All right. Imagine. Uh, Bell Country Club? The dignified crowd and Quimby's running the expos. No, no, no. no. Uh, uh, golf and travel expos. That's what I did for uh, – we did one up in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton for a long time with Nevada Bobs up there. And we used to use the Kingston Armory where Andy uh, 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 Pitcher for the Phillies. Andy, Andy Ashby. Ad, Andy Ashby used to practice. Remember he flipped the off the fans when he was yeah, in the field? Yeah. <laughs> but while we were setting up for this show, 
This is always in, in February. He was always in there pitching. Now, I'll tell you this, and it's a very strange uh, thing to, to, to say. After being on the concrete of the Kingston Armory for four days straight, setting up, and you're in sneakers, you know, the best posturepedic footwear you can have. All right, Skechers. After four days, I cramped up. I couldn't walk. I could not move. So if that was what Scott Rowland was going through. With his back on that AstroTurf? That wasn't even his back. It would be his legs, his back, everything as, yeah. it, as it just shivers up. Uh, first of all, we are all armchair quarterbacks when it ta- when we talk about veteran stadium uh, veteran stadiums field. If that thing was as garbage uh, as everybody says it was, it well, was god awful. All right, trust me. We, I, I, don't, I don't know how you could do it. Yeah. And if Scott, if Scott Rowland's biggest beef with Philadelphia was get me off that field, <laughs> I, 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 I actually have better. to agree with him, no. and I say kick ass because when he left and he started playing on grass on a regular basis. <laughs> Became a lot better. Well, that but, wasn't grass. He was playing at Bush Stadium, which was also AstroTurf. He wanted to but, get but out there of town. Was something, but there was something different. Yeah, it was. A, uh, I could. I could tell okay, you. all right. Well, it's, it's quick. Well, you're you're up next. I say okay. I say I say Scott Rowland kick ass. I'm I'm going to say jackass, but only only because of the way he left. But the the part about the turf, he was correct because uh, my uh, steam colleague Lito Shepard was telling me about he only played 14 snaps and he hurt himself. On Veterans Stadium turf, <laughs> and so he was like, "Eddie, when you oh, look at it, oh, go ahead. Ready for this? Uh, one of my closest friends in the world from my Vegas days, Michael Mays, is from Denver, and I went out to visit him, and we were watching a Cardinals Rockies game with Scott Rowland, and we were behind home plate, and at the time I was ripping Scott Rowland, and at Coors Field there was not a lot going on for quite some time, All right? Nobody there. You could hear me, and I'm screaming, Scott Rowland, I'm from Philly. Why'd you leave? What's wrong with you? Every time he was up, and the second time he went up, he went yard okay. and went yard. I hope he gave you an hard. eye. He absolutely gave me an eye. <laughs> I don't know if he was, you know, he kind of knew where it was coming from, but he just went like this. Boom. Nice. And ran the bases. So anyway. I'm going to say kick ass. He did force his way out of town as did Chilling. The Phillies were just horrible. They're, they're ter- terrible. And, you know, we do this thing where we, we ra- rage against the, the front office. And then when a player wants to get out of town, we're like, he's not Philly. He, he should be. Uh, he like, wasn't never, a Philly guy. He wasn't a Philly oh, guy. He God. never wanted to be here. It's like, yeah, because Jesus. he stunk. And it was uh, going to the vet was just to drink beers <laughs> it was terrible it was well, terrible so i'm saying kick ass the, the only thing that i the only thing that i say is when a player leaves here and he talks trash about the town and, and the city uh, you probably st- sucked anyway uh, and and, I, and I, you you you, well, you you don't put another town town now because you never know when you have to go back there you don't burn the bridge like dave spadero does hollis <laughs> <laughs> i'm only teasing dave i i will say so i i'm gonna go Jackass only, and I like the term jackass only because I thought Scott Rowland was going to be like a Hall of Fame player. Right, he's he's fringe, and he's, he's on the border. Yeah, just not with the Phillies, he wasn't. See, I loved I love Scott Rowland as a player because you know, like the, after the '93 team, 
after the 93 team, there wasn't much to go off of. Yeah. Um, and then he was like the, the first line of hope. Yeah. And right. then, you know, I still have nightmares of the fact that I didn't grow up after that with the lineup of Scott Rowland at third, Jimmy Rollins at shortstop, Chase Lutley at second, and Ryan Howard at first. I mean, that would have been phenomenal. But I'll tell you what, what makes, <laughs> what makes this man, what makes Hold this man on. kick ass? Eric is, Diff. Did the vet even have turf? It looked like a piece of pool felt on top of concrete. That's actually it, what it was. It That's got, actually exactly what it was. I was about to say it was got. You remember the game we canceled? Yeah. I was I was a player. Rep I was at, there. No, I was a player rep at the time, and I came out. Um, uh, Brian Billick brought us out. He was like, you actually expect us to play on this? Yeah. And I was like, well, I just got paid, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I was sideline reporter for the pre- that preseason game. Yeah. It, was, it was ridiculous. How it was did like, you dance out of that one? It was, no, it was, just, it was, it was an embarrassment. It was, the city, it was the city's fault. What made Scott Rowland, when his first came back as a Cardinal, was Harry Callis Day, because he just went into the Hall of Fame. And he went out there, he came out of the dugout, and he opened up the door and gave Harry Callis a hug before he took his victory lap around the field. That, to me, is the ultimate kick-ass and respect. No, keep going. We're, uh, we've got less One than more. two minutes. we got less than two minutes right yeah, now? Okay, so let's go quick. Let's okay, go. All right. Lenny Dykstra. Oh my God, jackass! Kick ass! Oh my God, kick no. ass! I love Lenny. Jackass! Jackass! I'm gonna go jackass. Me and him had a Twitter war. Listen, <laughs> there's nothing better than a little financial crime. <laughs> a guy that a guy that brags about staying out of jail for consecutive months is a jackass. He Hunter out. Pence. I loved Hunter Pence. Kick ass! Jackass! Put your socks down. <laughs> jackass. Kick ass. Kick ass. Old school. Jackass. That dude was not a leader when Howard and Utley went down, and I'm happy as hell he got traded. Billy Wagner. <laughs> I like Phillies, Billy. Uh, so kick ass. I like left-handed 101 regardless. Kick ass. I like Billy because he showed me where that blue box was and had all the porn in it. <laughs> I'm saying jackass. He left kick here and went to the Mets, the LOL Mets. <laughs> I'll go jackass. I'm going to go jackass as well. Uh, one pass swing, Pat Burrell, right? <laughs> Bobby Abreu. Jackass. He was so overrated and couldn't do anything in crunch time. Bobby Abreu would have been a fantastic and better player if they put anybody else around him. Kick ass on Bobby Abreu. I'm going to say jackass. He didn't do anything in St. Louis either. (laughs) Kick ass. Underappreciated. Jackass overvalued. (laughs) Kick ass. Allergic to the wall, but an on-base machine. Hold on. Allergic to the wall, though? Come on. He did win a gold glove, though. How the hell that happened? Right? (laughs) Jason Worth. Jackass. Sorry. Jason Worth, kick ass. Phillies wouldn't pay him $143 million. That's what you get. And we were able to bring back Cliff Lee because of it. Exactly. Uh, that's a kick ass. I like Jason. Kick ass. He was great. Still kick, love him. Kick ass. Love J-Dub. And the last one, we all can agree on this one, Jonathan Papelbon. <laughs> oh, God. Jackass. Kick ass. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> kick ass. He tried to punch Bryce Harper in the. In, oh, he the strangled dugout. him. He strangled him in the dugout with the Nationals. Jonathan Papelbon, idiot, but Jonathan Papelbon, kick ass. Jackass, because when the dials turned up. <laughs> Jackass. Yeah, he didn't back it up. He talked it, didn't walk it. Yeah, he crotch grabbed the fans here in Philadelphia. He's a, yeah. he's a jackass. Now, should I ask these same polarizing Phillies questions to Murph on Sunday? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Let's see. Actually, let's see who dances better, Murph or Spatter. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. All right. We're in. Dave, you see how he turned on you? Yeah, you turned on you. Right. Uh-huh. At the drop of a dime. Sure. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports together, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, 102, uh, 104.1 Trenton. One WDASAM throughout the rest of the city. 
We have one more segment before we're out of here, and we'll be back, sponsored by Bud Light, right after this. Gambler 102.5 FM Philadelphia, 104.1 Trenton, WDS AM throughout the rest of Delaware Valley, brought to you by Bud Light. We are on our last segment, and it's going to be a bit shortened. (sighs) What do we have to talk about? Let's talk about the Eagles' schedule real quick. How about that? Right. Fantastic! Keep 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 away from the Flyers. The, the over <laughs> under the over under for seventeen games. Uh, no, let's six just, and a half. Let's just talk about. I think this. it was seven, wasn't it? Well, what is your thought about adding the extra game? Um, all for it, man. I'll tell. I, I think that the I don't think you'll see many players playing seventeen games, but I, I'm I'm all for it. Okay. Anyway, all of you <laughs> shut the hell up. So, Eagles have the easiest schedule in the NFL this upcoming season. Based on last year's results. Take the over. All right. <laughs> Cowboys twice, record six and ten. Giants twice, record six and ten. The Washington Sentinels twice, six and ten. Clifford. Clifford Franklin. <laughs> Only one coming down with it. And Gruff, baby. <laughs> Saints, twelve and four. Bucks, eleven and five. Chargers, seven and nine. 49ers, 6 and 10. Nate Sudfield, congratulations for your signing. <laughs> Falcons, 4 and 12. Panthers, 5 and 11. Raiders, 8 and 8. Broncos, 5 and 11. Lions, 5 and 11. Shocker. Jets, 2 and 14. Shocker. There's only three teams on there with what is considered winning records. And one of those is 500. Did you forget the Chiefs? We don't play the Chiefs. Yeah, we play the West. We play the yeah. Chiefs. We don't play the Chiefs. The Chiefs come. Chiefs here. come here. Are, are are you doing this on purpose? We play everybody we go, we else. We go to Denver. We play everybody we else. Vegas and we go to Denver and uh, Vegas, and then L.A. and. Casey I'm not sure here. that did Hollis edit this? No. Yeah. I'm not sure that know. you're accurate on this Chiefs thing. Do we play AFC West? We play West? the whole AFC West. You don't, you don't always play. Yes, we do. Always. Yeah. You this, know is, this. this has 16 All right, games. Cowboys twice, two games. Giants twice, two games. Washington, six. Saints, Bucks. That's eight. Extra week this year. Chargers are part of the AFC West. That's right. Am that's I nine. accurate? That's yes. nine. That's nine. All right. 49ers, 10. Falcons, Panthers, 12. Raiders, 13. Broncos, 14. Lions, 15. Jets, 16. Chiefs, 17. Uh, I'm not sure uh, about that. Oh, my God. It's, like, oh God. it's almost like he hasn't been running the Green Legion for 19 years. So, much for, so much for this segment. I'll, that, I'll tell you this, Quimby. We, hold on. Hold on. Because we play the, we play the Chargers. And, shut up. The Chargers and Raiders at home. No, we play. Oh, the I'm sorry, Chargers and Raiders. Raiders is there. Chargers and Chiefs at home. In 17, we How went the to hell Kansas did I City miss that? and we went to the Chargers in 17. Every four years, you know this. All right, you guys talk. Uh, well, this is the thing. You know, Quimby's talking about the the schedule being the the easiest. Um, certain uh, sports books. Oh, released, you're right. I missed that. Sports books released their <laughs> over under. The uh, the Eagles have the second worst uh, over under on wins at six and a half wins. Um, only one team, the Houston Texans, have a lower win at six and a half. The Eagles are tied with the Bengals and Jets as the team. By the way, any of you are free to do the run sheet any week. <laughs> I, I, you didn't need to print that down. We we know that we play the Chiefs at home. We know that. <laughs> 
So yeah, I, think, uh, I, think, you guys. I think they went fourteen and two I'm last year. Home. So the uh, the Eagles uh, are not. Oh, so three teams winning records. <laughs> Got it. Six and a half wins in a seventeen. Adding another game. Uh, that's not. Ooh. That's not looking all that great. You guys have fun finishing the show. I'm Look, I, 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 here's my here's my message to Eagles fans. Okay, <laughs> it's going to take a couple of drafts. The Eagles have to do really well in these drafts. It's not going to happen overnight. This is a team that. You know, has turned the roster over and continues to turn the roster over, and so, you know, let's let's hope for a really good draft in 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 a month here, or I'm sorry, in a month, two Just weeks here, two weeks, buddy. Yeah, and um, and then follow it up in 2022 with a great draft with three with potentially three pick three picks in the first round. Well, I know me and Dave were talking about this earlier when we weren't on air, and I I said that the two biggest things for me coming into the season is to find out whether Jalen Hurts can be a quarterback right. in this league, and can Nick Sirianni coach? Right. If you find out on the positive end of both of those things, next year you have cap space. Next year you have potentially three first-round draft picks. So at that point, you don't have to worry about signing another quarterback, drafting a quarterback. You can take those first-round picks, and you can make them what you want to fill in the rest of the holes on your team, which sets you up to return to relevancy in 2022. If this team can go seven and ten, feels weird saying that, yeah. you know, or eight and nine or something like that on on that scale, tank before before I kick it over to okay. you, and and you find out that your head coach is not a complete doofus that people wanted to try and spin him as after his press conference, and that Jalen Hurts proves to the organization that, hell, I can be a franchise quarterback. This team is set up for future success. What do you got, Ty? Uh, what I was, was going to say is I like the way they, they think that they're making things up because if, if we hit on the draft, the guys that they brought in here that, that are supposed to help us out, they're playing on one-year contracts, play-in type contracts, so you're going to get the best out of them. And if, if, if everything goes the way the, the way I think it is, I think it'll be – I think they'll surprise a lot of people, put it that way. I mean, to me, um, you've got to get some – just some stability. Got to get some. Got to get some stability back in in Cut that football slash. team. Major. I mean, nobody really could see. I mean, think about a year ago, that if you were to fast forward twelve months, that you'd have a. We all thought Carson was after his really strong end of 2019 was on the path for a great 2020, and that Doug did a masterful job of guiding an injury plagued team down the stretch to win the NFC East. And to see it be where it is now after 12 months, so just get it back to stability and build the young talent. And and let's get back to, you know, this, have this football team being stable. I don't like change. You know, the Eagles certainly won the Super Bowl under Doug, but under Andy Reid, all of that success, there was stability, and that's what this franchise needs. Andy Reid? This franchise needs stability. They need to draft well. It ain't going to come through free agency. It's going to come wow. through the draft. You better bring a ham sandwich to those negotiations. That's the only way you're getting them back here. Yeah. So, anybody else have anything they want to get off I mean, their chest? Any other, anything else, Hollis? I'm just happy as hell we didn't get to the Flyers bashing again. This I'm, week. Just happy, I'm just happy as hell you put on your mask and you're ready to go already. I got tickets. I got tickets. Hey, Friday night, my first time back in the ballpark. Everybody, the now famous Chris Sack will be at the ballpark Big tonight. Time. Big time. Big time. Section 235. He might get emotional walking in the gates. Obviously, he's not big time enough to have a one at the front of his section ticket. Sign autographs? Sign autographs? Uh, Listen, I think that's hilarious if anybody ever asked me for my autograph. (laughs) But it may happen. No, if they they want to take a picture with me and Murph, but if you want to just take a picture with me, you're an idiot. (laughs) Everybody, remember tomorrow from 11 to 12, Greg Murphy and Chris Sack with Bud Light Baseball Brunch down at Philly Live Casino. The rest of us idiots will uh, idiots will start our uh, our regular podcasts again. But Hollis and I 
Monday, get tanked. Tuesday, ice to shorts, winter sports. Wednesday, you guys can all go to hell. Thursday, we'll be back to a normal schedule, <laughs> recording our Green Legion radio, and then back again for baseball brunch. You guys, appreciate everybody being here. Dave Spadaro, Philly, uh, Philadelphia Eagles insider uh, Thank you, podcast host. Dancing really machine, Dave. It, was great, it was great to take a beating today. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. You're, you're welcome. All right, everybody. Still love you, Halls. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, the Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, 104.1, Trenton, WDASAM, throughout the rest of the Delaware Valley. Brought to you by Bud Light. We will see you next week.